Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hello and welcome back to Florida Foodie. I'm Lisa Bell. And I'm Candace Campos. And we've had a mix of entrepreneurs, brick and mortar, food trucks. We're going to basically put all that in, together into one. Uh, this gentleman has owned a food truck, a very popular food truck in Orlando, and now opening up his first brick and mortar just late last year. We are serving up something so special on so today's good. Florida Foodie. Our mouths are watering mm. as we speak. We are so happy to be joined today by Wes St. Victor of St. Vic's Smoke Shack. Thank you so much for coming in today and bringing all of this amazing food. No, thank you so much for inviting me to come. <laughs> Believe me, it's our pleasure. <laughs> it was funny because when we were walking into the, this podcast room, it is like the cartoons mm -hmm. when they smell like a pie mm -hmm. on a windowsill. I felt like I was floating in here with you this can, bread. You can smell it all throughout the New Six <laughs> studio right now. This is amazing. Um, you have now opened a brick and mortar store in Orlando. Tell us a little bit about your background. Where are you from? How did you get started cooking? Well, um, originally I was born in Haiti. Um, moved to Chicago when I was eight years old. And right around 15, my parents moved down to um, Warner Park. So I've been living in, in that Warner Park area ever since. And what made you decide to open up a food truck first and then an actual brick and mortar store? Well, it started out, once I first moved down here, it started out in a search for barbecue. And I couldn't find really good barbecue. It was prior to the days of Four Rivers. And um, so I just started to make it in my backyard. And then one thing led to another and I just got hooked on barbecue. <laughs> and we can smell and see why. Right. And so... How long did you have the food truck for before you decided you're going to make the jump to brick and mortar? We started out, um, my son and I started out at uh, just with a couple of pit barrels at a gas station. Then from that point on, we progressed to getting a food truck. and We've been running the food truck for a little bit over seven years. And we just recently, right around October of last year, that's when we got like the small brick and mortar over there in um, the um, OBT in Princeton area. So when you started out serving up this food at a gas station, what was the response and the reaction like? Well, a lot of folks was like, um, our flavors are very different from what you know, what you're accustomed to with barbecue because we introduced a lot of like our Caribbean um, heritage in our barbecue. Yeah. Um, if you look at the chicken, the chicken is our play on the Maho style flavored chicken. Um, our pulled pork is different. We smoke our pulled pork and then we let our pulled pork rest to really let the wood, like um, the wood flavor infuse in it. Then we would um, take our pulled pork, we pull it, season it, and then we smoke it again to get more smoke flavor. So, so our barbecue tastes a little bit different than like your average places that you get barbecue from around here. How did you learn how to do all of yeah. that? I mean, I open up like a cookbook and try to make something in a crock pot and it turns out to be a disaster. How did you develop that process? Uh. I wasted a lot of money. <laughs> <laughs> so I wasted a lot of money, but in the process, you know, you fine tune your skills 
And um, I tried my food on a lot of people at work. Every work party, you know, I was trying to cook. Every church event, I was trying to cook. So it was always like, you know, you find one thing that works, you say, well, I'm going to improve that. I'm going to improve that. But in the process, you know, you know, you're wasting a lot of money, and my kids got tired of trying barbecue. <laughs> I mean, and it's tender, loving care. I mean, yes. when you when you talk about uh, you know the, the smoking world, so how long, on average, do you smoke different meats? Um, my brisket and pulled pork on Wednesdays, uh, you catch me at my smoker route around four o'clock in the morning. Oof, you're so, like a baker. Yeah, so we get there bright and early on Wednesdays. Get the pulled pork and the brisket going for the next day. Um, the chicken would take us anywhere between two and a half to three hours. The, um, the ribs is right around like three and a half to four hours just to get it tender enough to cook it, you know, properly. And then we let everything rest. So um, you said the brisket and the pork, you start a day before. The day before, right. The day before. So we will smoke our brisket. And that, in all actuality, I start to prep my brisket on Monday for Thursday. Wow. Yeah. And does it matter like where you actually buy the meat from? Do you do you play you know do you mess around with that and decide who has the best meat? I there's certain meat I won't cook. Okay. Yeah, because there's certain there's certain quality of meat it's not worth putting on a plate for someone. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, example for the brisket, I only like to smoke prime brisket because it has the right amount of fat in it. Um, it's not tough. It takes its time to render the fat render properly. Um, there's just certain cuts of brisket I just will not put on somebody's plate. So if you're if you're starting to smoke these things days before, you, you're not open Monday through Sunday. You're not open every single day of the no, week. No, we only open three days a week, okay. Thursday, Friday, Saturday. And uh, why is that? Well, what, what I wanted to do is run this thing like a traditional smokehouse. And at the same time, too, good food takes time because we make everything in-house, mm-hmm. you know, so... I have tasted this different type of brisket. You could tell the brisket that someone put a lot of love behind it mm-hmm. and something that someone just rushed. Mm-hmm. So I like to cook my brisket slow. And after I cook my brisket slow, I like to give it about 10 to 12 hours for it to rest. And just from talking with you just now, it seems like there is a lot of love that goes it, into mm-hmm. everything you guys do. Because you're also, this is a family business now. You're working with your kids. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so I work with my kids. Um, my oldest daughter, after she gets out of college, she runs to the shop to help me run the shop. Um, on the weekends, I have uh, my other two daughters and my son, depending on what they have going on, they come and help out at the shop as well, too. So it's, you know, just teaching the kids to work, keeping the kids around me. And it's a blessing. Just, just I hang out with my daughter three days a week, my 18-year-old daughter. Who else could say that? Exactly. Yeah. You're your college kid yes. hanging out that much. <laughs> that's yeah. special. So you said, you said you're, she used your rock. That's, that's yeah. my girl. That's my girl. So yeah. she handles, like, you know, all my, like, she handles, like, some of my social media stuff for me. Mm-hmm. She handles, like, my Uber, my um, DoorDash. Uh, she handles the numbers. You know, so she does a lot of stuff where I'm not, I don't have the time to do yeah. it. Mm-hmm. She pays attention for it. What me. great experience for her too. Right. What is she studying in college? Is it, is it business? No, she's going to be, she's going to nursing. Oh, okay. Yeah, she's going to nursing. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's a, pr- it's a proud moment to see your kids helping you, but also, mm-hmm. you know, living out, living mm-hmm. out their dreams as well. Yeah. I mean, you have a, you have a couple kids, right? Just a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And we're, um, we're a huge family. Yeah. So uh, my wife and I have eight kids. Wow. Yeah, we have eight of them. So from 18 to one. <laughs> yeah. And, and that is a lot to just, you know, juggle eight kids, let alone to be a business mm-hmm. owner and a restaurant owner. How do you balance all of that? You know, I am extremely lucky. I married a wonderful woman. <laughs> so 
Not only does she balance 95% of all of that stuff, she also homeschool all of them as well, wow. too. Are you serious? Yeah. yeah. So technically, you know, when something goes wrong, that's what I get involved. Uh-huh. You know, so I hang out with the kids. If somebody, okay, somebody do, is doing something wrong. Okay, wait till daddy get home, then uh-huh. daddy will talk to you. Mm-hmm. But, you know, she runs the whole household. Yeah. Yeah, she runs the whole household, take pressure off of me for me to go to work. Because mm-hmm. I also have another job and then run this business. Oh, wow. man. Yeah. Yeah. Do you cook at home, too? Sometimes. Sometimes. Sometimes I do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I won't. So it's a, a real feat to be able to have a restaurant business mm-hmm. and have one that has stayed open for as long as yours. Why do you think you have been able to find so much success, even weathering the pandemic and hurricanes? And no matter what it is, you know, you, you've still been able to stay open through all that. We have a good, strong, loyal customer base. Mm-hmm. Um, we, like I said, uh, we started in Audubon Park. Um, then we went to Oakland and we have some of our people from those areas that follow us all around. Wow. You know, um, the young lady that runs the Audubon Park um, community, um, Jennifer Marvel, um, her and her husband come to see us at least once a month. Wow. You know, so mm-hmm. we have um, our folks from Oakland that still come down to see us. Our folks from Curveford West that still come over to see us still today. So we, you know, we have a loyal fan base. Yeah. 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 Once you try it, you're hooked. That's the hope. Yeah. <laughs> Tell us what you brought today. Well, today what I got, I got um, our pulled pork sandwich. I have some ribs and I have our, our maho flavored chicken. Mm. Um, I didn't have time to get the brisket going, but, you know, that's the only thing that well, we don't Well, it takes have. like days and yeah. days to yeah, prepare. Days. I would feel bad. Now, with these sauces, do you make your sauces and what sort of sauces are I these? I used to make my sauces, mm-hmm. but what I did, I found like a, a couple good, um, good already pre-made sauce mm-hmm. and I add a few different things to them. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Semi-homemade. Yes, yeah, semi-homemade. I like and it. also we have collard greens on the table as well, mm-hmm. too. All right. Yeah. So when, when you look at all your, all your plates and all your sides and whatnot, what's your... What's your favorite side? Because I, I always mm-hmm. never know what to pick yeah. when it comes to sides. Ha! I love <laughs> his head. Yes, this, back I, I, I love the rice and beans. We oh, do we do a yeah. Creole rice and beans, but yeah. I didn't have a chance to make it today because uh, well, my daughter makes it, but she was in school today, and uh, so she didn't have time to run down to the we'll shop. We'll forget, we'll forget. So <laughs> my favorite thing is the rice and beans. Okay. Yeah. And now with your menu, is it a standard menu those three days a week, or is it just? You have what you have until you run out. We have what we have till we run out. Okay. Yeah. Because everything takes so much time to mm-hmm. make. So I can't, you know, we can't keep on making rum, yeah. brisket and chicken as we go. So once it's cooked, we make a set amount. And once it runs out, it runs out. Okay. And tell us about, you You mentioned the rice and beans and the collard greens. What are some of the other sides that you we typically also, offer? We, are, we also have baked beans. Okay. Mm. And we have um, our mac and cheese. Mm. And we have coleslaw as well, too. Okay. All right. Um, well, we want to try some of this because we are overwhelmed by how sm- how good it smells, how good it looks. So, can you tell us what these sauces are before we start to dig this in? This is this <laughs> is our version of the Carolina mustard Which sauce. Which is one of my favorite right. sauces. This so is really, I so a, love a Carolina. It's sauce. a little bit different because there's a little bit of sweetness to it. Okay. And this is our molasses-based sauce. Um, we didn't go with a uh, tomato-based sauce because mm-hmm. I because I don't like the aftertaste of the okay. tomato base. Okay. But I feel that with the mustard, with the molasses, there is no aftertaste. Wow. Oh, yeah. It, I never thought about that. Yeah. It doesn't look as thick as like normal traditional barbecue sauce, mm-hmm. but maybe it is. It's a little bit lighter. Okay. Um, and I always recommend folks, you know. Now I will tell you with okay. the collard greens, okay. right? Because um, 
I have to tell you, Okay, right? tell me yeah. before um, I'm about to shove it in my mouth. Our collard greens, what makes our collard green is scotch bonnet pepper. Oh, so it has a little heat. It has a little heat to it. Okay. Yeah, so there's what a little... What type of pepper did you... Scotch bonnet pepper. It's a, it's a scotch pepper. bunny. It's, uh, it's a pepper that's really... Um, and it's, it's you find in all Caribbean cooking. Okay. Yeah. So. And are these pork ribs? Yes, they are. Is that the only type of ribs that you primarily offer? Pork ribs. I offer um, beef ribs, but someone has to pre-order that. Okay. Yeah, just because mm-hmm. of cost. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people want beef ribs, or beef ribs, you know, have a pretty, you know, sticky cost to it. Mm-hmm. So if you make it, nobody's buying it. You're losing money. Right. Yeah. All right. We're going to start cutting into this. So. Here's a fun question. What are people, like, what's the secret to, like, a good piece of meat that just falls apart? What, can, what? I, can I answer this? Because I feel like I've learned. And then you can tell me whether mm-hmm. I'm right okay, or wrong. Okay, go ahead. Go Is ahead. it time? Time. Time. Okay. Time. If, if you're impatient or you have young children who want to eat, you know, 20 minutes before it really is ready, mm-hmm. you're going to just ruin you it all. You're going to ruin it all. Yeah. It's time. Patience. Patience. See, I don't have that. Yeah. Like, barbecue. <laughs> Bar- That's why I come to you. Yeah. yeah. Barbecue is very much like fishing. You have to have patience. Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I'm going to attempt to, to cut into this. Go ahead. I'll have now, the other Now, do half. you always have your pulled pork sandwich with coleslaw? Yes. We, okay. It comes with coleslaw. Okay. Typically, mm-hmm. we put it on the side because a lot of people don't like coleslaw, so You're... neither did I. But that's why we came up with the kind of coleslaw that we did. It's an herb-based coleslaw. Okay. Right. Versus mayonnaise-based? Yes. Okay. Well, it does mayonnaise in it, mm-hmm. but... Um, we add um, some different type of herbs that you find in Caribbean cooking again, just to make it taste a little different. I, I've never had spicy. I'm gonna try them. Collard greens before. Really? Yeah. My collard, the, the collard greens I have are just, you know, they're good size, but this I could, mm. this is, I would put These this are on delicious. Stuff. Thank you. These are absolutely yeah. delicious. Yeah. I like nice a little kick. heat. With my yes, collard greens, not, yeah. I hope it's not too much. Heat. No, no too not much at heat. all. Not at all, not at all. Yeah. So. During the yeah. pandemic, when there were so many issues with supply and all of that, was that a struggle for you? Or where do you go to source all of your ingredients? Well, during the pandemic, it was, um, we actually shut down oh, for did. about a good eight months out of it. So my wife and I was playing farmer in the backyard. Yeah. Wow. So we were just like, you know, planting stuff, growing chickens, till like, you know, it was okay for us to open back, to mm-hmm. open back up again. Really? Yeah. There's some meat in your collard greens, yes. which I like. Yes. So we, um, there's a particular part of mm-hmm. like um, the ribs. I mm-hmm. trim it. Wow. And I double smoke it. What? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So good. Do you grow the collard greens? No. Mm-hmm. No. Uh, there's a place over there off of Mercy Drive. I like their collard greens mm-hmm. better than like, you know, the other, um, the other ones. Mm-hmm. So that's mm-hmm. where I go get my collard greens is at the meat store for Mercy. I've actually made collard greens before and I put a little heat in mine. Um, and mine were locally grown by a uh, the woman who manages the garden at my son's school. Oh, mm-hmm. how fun. And they're, yeah, it's amazing because this probably started out with, as some, it's like spinach, just some huge amount. And then it cooks down into this mm-hmm. smaller amount. So what's next? What's next for, for the smoke shop? What's next for you well, guys? The hope is that we continue to grow mm-hmm. in the area because like the area where we are at right now in Orlando is changing a lot. You're, ta- you're talking like the packing district. Yeah, the mm-hmm. packing district. Right. It's changing a lot. So what we're hoping is that um, at some point mm-hmm. we are able to get a bigger kitchen because we want to introduce different stuff. At your location on OBT, which is near the packing district in Orlando. Mm-hmm. Um, is there room for seating or is this more takeout? How it's does it more work? takeout, okay. but um, 
in the process, I'm trying to um, see if I can get some tables out there when mm -hmm. someone comes, they want to sit down and eat it, that they can. Yeah. Yeah. Because that whole area is just exploding. It's People exploding, are moving in. Yes. Um, all right, you ready for the pork sandwich? Yeah. Do you I recommend this with a sauce or oh, just as is? I already put sauce. a little bit of sauce on it for okay. you guys. So what kind of sauce did you use? Well, I use a little bit of both sauce. Okay. On it. Oh, you yeah. mix it up. I okay. mixed it up. Mm. <laughs> Delicious. Tender. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Oh, God, this is so good. It is really good. What do you love about the pork? What do I love about the pork? Um, like, you like putting the coleslaw on it. You like yes. all that. You, you do all yes. the fixings. Because um, when you put the coleslaw on it, it actually, like, you know, um, give you a different um, flavor profile. Yeah. Yeah, you, there you is taste. something different that I'm trying to identify. Yes, it might be the mix of the the herbs or something yes, in the coleslaw. Yes. So that's how we serve our co uh, our pulled pork and also our brisket is with the with It the, is fantastic. Yeah. It's, it's, it, it's, it's to me it's more like fresh mm -hmm. and light. When I have a, a pulled pork sandwich, sometimes it's kind of heavy. Um, you need to like But sit this back feels like, like oh. I'm actually having like something healthy for yes. me. That's why that's that's why we mix. That's that's why I like it. When I was thinking this through properly, we put um, we make the coleslaw in it, and then what we do, we ch I chop up basil. That's in the what it is. It's uh, basil, it's basil. Yeah, to give it that freshness to it. Wow. So like you know, along with like the coleslaw mix, you know, I chop up like fresh mm -hmm. basil. Basil's you know? normally not in coleslaw. Mm -hmm. I know. I know. Yeah. So that's or a, barbecue. Yeah. Or barbecue. That, mm -hmm. Or barbecue. That's where your Caribbean kind of mm -hmm. feel comes yes. in, right? Yes. Yeah. The basil. Mm. I might add that to my repertoire mm -hmm. when I do. Yeah, it's, 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 it's a little different, yeah. yeah. I'm bringing that freshness into it, so it's not yeah. all. It's like the heavy meat, mm -hmm. you know, all the fattiness in the pork, but you get yeah. that little freshness. I just I feel like I'm having it. a caprese salad right now, yeah. but it's a pulled pork sandwich. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you can you can mix up the two. I mean, mm -hmm. that might be a good sandwich mm -hmm. coming up. Mm -hmm. um, so you're from the, from the Caribbean originally. I mean, what does your family think about you doing barbecue? Mm -hmm. And having that, that twist with, with your own culture. Well, barbecue from the culture I'm from is not something that exists. Right. It doesn't exist. So it's one of those things where, you know, like my dad, my dad referred to this as like my American dream. Mm. You know, so, um, you know, they also, they're, they're supportive. They're very supportive of it. Um, and they just, we just, I, I learned what a brisket was maybe eight years ago. Wow. I never seen one before. Yeah. You were just, life. you know, you just he wanted came a brisket. To the United States, fell in love with barbecue, yeah. and said Orlando needs. Yeah, it was just great a barbecue. What well, what happened was my backyard loved my wife. She just kept on buying me different type of smokers, different type mm -hmm. of grills. That's nice so it got to the point where my she was yard, you a yeah, <laughs> yeah, she was. My, my yard looked like Sanford and Son. After a while. <laughs> <laughs> so then she kicked me out the backyard. Mm -hmm. You know, then a um, couple guys at work. Told me they're like, you know, why are you why are you killing bugs? You need to be doing barbecue. Mm -hmm. You know, so and that's when this whole thing got started. Like, like testing out different things at work um, for the Fourth of July. Oh, like not again. Yeah, barbecue yes. holiday. Yeah, like ninety five percent of my church was in my backyard. As yeah. Yeah, just eating barbecue and everybody's like, you know, when this is over, let us know your church and we're gonna start attending to yeah. it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, let us know. Let us know. Uh, so and that and that's how it all got started was like, you know, cooking for church, cooking for um for work, I mean, if there was an occasion, I was cooking barbecues. That's how a lot of people get mm -hmm. started. John Rivers, you mentioned them earlier. You know, he started by cooking for, you mm -hmm. know, people who 
he goes to church with. So mm -hmm. um, that's fantastic. I mean, everyone comes together at least once right? a week, right? Yeah. Might as well have enjoy some good food. I want to try some of these ribs next. Okay. Um, Which one? Which yes, sauce? Yes. Uh, dead. It's see, since you like the Carolina style, mm -hmm. you could tr you should try it with okay. that. But I always recommend you take the first bite without sauce. Okay. First okay. To see. Deal. Yeah. Okay. Deal. 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 All right. If you're listening to this on our mm -hmm. podcast, you need to. You're go missing to, out. You're missing out on the visuals of this stuff. These are amazing. Okay. These Thank are you. so good. So tender, easy to eat. I Ribs are not the easiest thing to eat. They're so the aroma. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm. Like Fantastic. No, I'm good. Yeah, we're just like <laughs> okay, in front of you. Go so, ahead and enjoy yourself. <laughs> Clearly seems there is a rub on here. Yes, there's the, a wet. Do you, you make that? Yes, okay. I put a wet rub and a dry rub on this. Tell what us the difference. Yeah, yeah and, and what goes into that? Well, at first I was using um, mustard as a binder. Mm -hmm. Then I realized mustard does not hold a flavor. So I came up with a mix. Um, again, you know, I'm big on herbs. Mm -hmm. Like an herbix mix as a binder. Then I put my dry rub on it. And I felt that it gave me a more mm -hmm. of a robust flavor. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's what you're talking about, your trial and errors. Mm -hmm. trying trial and errors, yeah. Now I'm trying some of your um, molasses barbecue molasses, sauce, which I've never had before. This molasses barbecue sauce is a bomb. Mm. Wes, this is really Thank good. Thank you. Mm. So it has a little it's bit kind of, of like sweet with mm -hmm. little heat. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And there's a little bit of hint of ginger in it. Yeah. So far, everything I've had has been refreshing. Thank you. Right? This is different that doesn't barbecue. Make sense. It's yes. delicious barbecue, but it's it's not something that we have had before. Well, because when you think of barbecue, you're thinking heavy, mm -hmm. just piling it on, yeah. meat mm -hmm. after meat. But th everything has a little bit of a ginger, of a basil, of a yes. The guys in the twist. control room told me I wasn't going to be able to do the news after this. That I need a nap, but I feel like I can I don't, do the that's news. That's not the case yeah. with this mm -hmm. one. Oh my gosh. Okay, I'm mm -hmm. not. I'm gonna eat all this later. I'm just all trying right. to nip. Out. I'm eating it all now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a chicken girl, so well, when you were talking about the, the seasonings that you were adding mm -hmm. to this, so this is more of your more of a Caribbean seasoning. Well, we use a lot of um, I use maho. So the goal for my chicken is like I learned a lot of stuff that I learned by watching um, uh, what's that show? Triple D. Okay. Yeah. So I try to do like um, uh, give it three different flavor profile. Okay. So I soak it in maho, and then I put a wet rub and a dry rub on it. Um, okay. So completely different than the rub you yes. see here. Okay. Yes. So everything has like its own flavor. Mm -hmm. So that's that's the goal. Of everything I make. Okay. What goes well with beef? What goes well with pork? What goes well with mm -hmm. chicken? Mm -hmm. You know. So and I just find herbs to be so refreshing. Mm -hmm. So it's not always that heavy. Yeah. You know. And like a, um, a lot of places I go to, when you go get barbecue, all the flavor is on like the skin. Correct. Right. You know, so, but I want, you know, somebody to eat the meat even when you get down to the bone. Mm. It feels like you're injecting yes. it. Yes. Yes. I want the bone to have flavor. Well, okay. So that's our goal with the chicken. Speaking of bones, I've eaten this rib down to the bone for the most part. I can't decide which <laughs> sauce I like better. I mean, it is really, <laughs> Thank you. really good. What do you add to your Carolina sauce? Well, what I add with my Carolina sauce. Can you um, tell us? Yeah. Or is it secret? Yeah. Well, you could always tell, but you don't have to tell everything. No. <laughs> yeah. All right, fine, so deal. I add a little bit of sweetness to it, mm -hmm. you know, so that way it does not it's taste like, yeah, so, mm -hmm. so that way it doesn't taste like everybody else's Carolina mm -hmm. sauce, because I think um, a lot of guys are using some of the same exact thing. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, okay, what can I do to make ours mm -hmm. different from everybody else? This is so amazing. 
<laughs> All right, you ready to try the chicken? One Yay, thing chicken. I will say before we move on, when I've made collard greens before, like I, this looks like it's the main like stem part. Mm -hmm. And I've always thrown that away. Am I? No. See, no, see, I mean, you know, no. this is my problem. Yeah. So tell me, like, is, I felt like it was hard and, but this is not. This is like soft and cooked. Yeah, it has a different yeah. flavor than the leaves. Yeah. So I, I, I mean, I leave it on there because mm -hmm. it has a different flavor and mm -hmm. it gives you that little crunchiness to it. So the texture changes as you chew it. So you really don't throw really any part no. of the collard green away. Mm-mm. Mm -mm. So what is it like? One day I'll get there. One day. So I mean, you're you're now brick and mortar. Mortar. You see these people coming in from, from you know the gas stations from back in the day, from your food truck back in the day. What's that feeling like mm -hmm. seeing the community coming? Yeah. In? Those repeat. Customers. Those repeat customers. You know what they're doing. Get their when food. You see them walking yes. up. What is that <laughs> feeling like? I just feel like you you put so much love into it. Yes. I have developed a relationship with most of my customers. Yep. Okay, we know each other's names. You know, they ask me about the kids, about the wives. Right. Um, you know, I know about them and their children and so on and so forth. So it's essentially you building a family. Mm -hmm. um, I remember one, um, the, first the first major pest control company I ever worked for in Florida, they trained us just to do that. You know, develop a personal relationship right. with all your customers. And that's what I carry on to this business. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I develop it's important. a important. Yeah, yeah, it's very important. Yeah. You know? I mean, and, and besides the food, I mean, you, you want good food, but you also want good service. Yes, you want to feel so it's welcome. Whole experience. Yes. Right. Yeah. Um, all right. You ready to try the chicken? Let's go. What are you going to try? Um, I'll, I'll try a, a, dr a drumstick. <laughs> a drumstick? I don't know why. I, did. I thought you were doing a wing. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah. That is, I That's guess why I thought wing. so, too. Okay, fine. I'll go with a wing. You want a wing? Yeah. I feel like the drumstick might be easier right now. Okay, fine. I'm, I'm going to go with this one. Okay. 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 Again, I sauce or no sauce, try oh, yeah. it first. Try it with that sauce first. Okay. okay. It's so good. Really good. Really moist. Mm -hmm. Delicious, again. A different flavor. Mm -hmm. Yes. That's what we go for in that. It's like we're trying to get a different flavor from all the meats. Does it have like a little almost citrus, like lemony or something? Yes, that's the yeah. maho. That's okay. the maho flavoring. Yeah, maho's real big in... Um, um, Cuban cooking mm -hmm. and also Hispanic cooking. Is that different than mojo? It's the same thing. It is. It's the same okay. thing. I pronounce it. We just okay. pronunciation okay. is different. Yeah. And do you make your own or do you just buy it at the store? Because I have purchased it's a lot mojo, of like marinade before. Citrus um, in there. I have. Um, they actually, you actually could buy, get the sour orange tree. Mm -hmm. I like to get it fresh. Mm -hmm. And then work with mm -hmm. it that way, and add some a couple mm -hmm. different type of add a couple different type of herbs to it. Yeah, yeah. Again, it just seems so light and almost refreshing. Mm -hmm. I mean, this is the type of barbecue that I would want in Florida, especially in the summer. It's hot outside. It's hot, and if you have a barbecue, you don't necessarily, you know, want to feel like you've just consumed ten pounds of food, even though you just did, um, <laughs> right? You know, and you're like in a, your swimming suit around the pool. Yeah. This is amazing. Yeah, Thank really you. good, really good. So what was that like going from the food truck to an actual brick and mortar? I mean, how scary is that? It's, it's, it's very tricky, scary. Right? Yeah. It's very scary because we were in um, the Conway West area for close to three years. And I used to open up and sell everything out in 45 minutes. Mm. Oh. Yeah, so we were real popular. I mean, it was, we were real popular. Was that during like the lunchtime rush or was that more of a dinner rush? We never stayed late enough for dinner. Mm. Yeah, we mm -hmm. couldn't cook enough food um, over there. So transition and to And that the, was right out of your food truck. Yeah, right out mm -hmm. the food truck. We're transitioning to the brick and mortar. 
few hiccups. Yeah. A few hiccups. You learn a lot. Like you learn always, a lot. Right? Yeah, a few hiccups. You know, we move into a new area that nobody really knows us. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's, it's it's not what it used to be mm-hmm. over there, but, you know, it's, it's we're building up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, we're building up. Yeah. Because not a lot of people know about us in College Park, and we're trying to get a name within the community. But I feel like every time we drive down that area of OBT, it's different every yes, week. Yes, it's and There's a new building changing. up. There's a new building mm-hmm. down. I mean, it feels like it's really it's about to explode over there. It feels, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, that's what I'm seeing. There's mm-hmm. like always like fencing going around an old mm-hmm. building. They're going to take it down. So it's just like, you know, being from, um, just keep, just keep, keep on going to now, see what happens. Did your capacity grow, go up when you went from the food truck to the brick and mortar? Were you able to produce more, sell more, or no? About the same. Well, actually, Mom, we were putting out less food. Mm. So In the brick and mortar? In the brick and mortar. So versus what we were doing in the food truck, uh, it was insane. It was insane over there at Conway Gardens, like what we were able to put out, the right. amount of people that we were coming. It was um, typically what we used to do at Conway Gardens was in the food truck. People used to pre-order. So prior to us opening... Oh, wow. So you had to think about mm-hmm. it before mm-hmm. you were ready to eat. Yeah. So prior, like I say, by Thursday afternoon, we used to um, finish all the pre-orders, close all the pre-orders by mm-hmm. Thursday afternoon. Wow. By then, we probably would have sold like, close to $1,000 worth of food wow. before we even opened. That's amazing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like going over there to the brick and mortar, it's like... We'll get there. Yeah. We just have to keep on working at it. I mean, yeah. you just opened last year, yeah. I mean, late yeah. last year. I mean, mm-hmm. you yeah. guys are still... You're still a baby. We're still a baby. When it comes to brick and mortar. Yes, we're still a baby and we're still learning, um, recalculating the numbers. And at the same time, too, we didn't have the overhead that we have um, on the food truck. So it's a a learning curve. Did you keep the food truck or did you sell that? You know, I sold it to a buddy of mine's Mm -hmm. and he's running it uh, in the Conway area right now. Oh, good for him. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, So he's running it in the Conway area. So um, he's my barbecue buddy. Yeah. Is he selling barbecue too? He is. He is? Okay. Yeah, I, yeah. I have the same exact food truck that we had, and we help each other out. You know, it's like That's awesome. We, yeah, we bounce ideas off of each other yeah. all the time. Yeah. Well, this is fantastic. Tell everyone where people can find you online, in person, but also driving because you're not you're not like right on the streets. So yeah, we were saying I literally passed by your house or your business. Feels like his house sometimes. Probably, I'm sure it does to you. I spent a lot of time there. For the past 10 years, I've driven by that location. But I haven't noticed it before. So tell me exactly how I can find you. We are right there on OBT near Princeton. Okay. So we are on OBT in Princeton at the Sunoco gas station. On the west side of OBT. Yes. Mm -hmm. Um, So if you're coming from over here from like um, the north end, Going towards Colonial, mm-hmm. we'll be on the right-hand side, mm-hmm. um, right next to the Snoko gas station. You have to look for us. If you don't look for us, you're going to pass Just us. Just south of Princeton. And it's tough because there's a lot of construction There's a lot there. of construction there going right on in there. For now. For, for now. now. Yeah. So if you see the Sunoco, we're right there. It's the first gas station you run into after Princeton. Is your smoker out front or is... I have it towards the back of the truck. I mean, at uh-huh. the back of the building. Uh-huh. But you know, if, if you look, you see it right there on the side. Roll your windows down and just follow yeah, the just scent. Follow the and scent. It will that's lead smart. you right there. That's yeah. smart. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's wonderful. And then online. Online. You have a lot of followers. Yes, we do. Yeah. Yes, we do. So online, you find us at Same Big Smoke Shack on Facebook and also on Instagram. And not, again, you're not open every day. So tell us the days that would yeah. crave you when you're closed. <laughs> we because are that's o- how it always happens. We are open from 11.30 to 5 o'clock, Thursday through, fi- um, to Thursday through Saturday. Until you sell out. And you also do catering. Yes, we do. Okay. Yes, we do. So we do catering throughout the week. 
So awesome. somebody call, they have a party on a Monday. Is there or a, a minimum, Tuesday, maximum? I'll work whatever you have. <laughs> yeah. I'll right. work with whatever you have. Okay. If you're doing a party for 10 people, you give me a call, you're going to get served for 10 people. Okay. okay. Yeah. I've got a six-year-old birthday party. This will <laughs> go down real well. Yeah. 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 Well, Wes St. Victor, thank you so much for joining us. And check him out online. Go to the new brick-and-mortar store on OBT. It is fantastic. You will not be disappointed. No, not at thank all. Thank you so much for having thank me. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Florida Foodie. We'd also like to thank our guest, Wes St. Victor. You can find his business online at stvicsmokeshack.com. You can also find it on Facebook and Instagram. Be sure to follow Lisa Bell online. Search Lisa Bell News on Facebook and Instagram or Lisa Bell News 6 on Twitter. You can also find Candace Campos on social media. She's on Twitter. Just search at Candace News 6. And on Facebook, search Candace Campos News 6. Also, a big thank you to our technical producers, Derek Mosier and Ryan Haley, our post-production audio engineer, Chris Flora, and our director, Bob Myers. I'm the show's producer, Thomas Mates. Please take the time to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify or wherever you stream podcasts. And you can find videos of all of our podcasts on ClickOrlando.com and on YouTube. Just search for Florida Foodie.